how quickly can you recognize that, number one? And then what do you do about that after? So I actually, in that moment, I said, okay, I have to, I have to rebuild this relationship on the way out. People who actually are arrogant and aren't trying to help and aren't are faking confidence, that's what I'll say, and this is my truth. People who were faking confidence, I couldn't tell they were faking because I don't think I've ever done that. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1089, Sometimes the Problem Isn't What You Think It Is, dot, dot, dot. Today, for episode number 1090, The Downside of Gaining New Confidence. I am very excited to do this episode because... It came to me via a podcast the other day. So I was on this podcast and it was awesome, Alan. It was basically like a hyper-conscious episode where the, th- the theory or the, the theme in this episode or this, this podcast really is what is your number one value in life? And I said, my number one value is humility. And then that's the episode. You just go down. Why is that important to you? How has that shaped you? What are your experiences? And at one point, and this was quite the compliment, the host said, I know this isn't, is this isn't true because I can I can tell by talking with you, but some of the listeners might think that you're making some of this up and you don't have bad days and you don't make mistakes. He's like, what is a mistake that you've made recently? And I said, oh my God, I make mistakes every day. It's like my middle name is Jeff and Forward. I said, I made a mistake. He asked about self-awareness. He said, you're very self-aware. How, how does that carry over and how do you deal with that when you do make mistakes if you do? And I said, the other day I was in the gym and there's a new general manager at the gym and him and I have become pretty close in terms of gym buddies because every time I'm there, he opens the boxing room for me and we have these conversations and this young man wants to be a millionaire in seven years. He wants to be a millionaire nice. and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk to this person. I am so excited to talk to this person. He's a dream chaser. I now know how to reverse engineer net worth. Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. So we ended up having a conversation and at the end of the conversation, I was like, well, you know, my goal is to donate a hundred million dollars eventually. And the second I said that, I said, ah, you stupid son of a gun. Why did you, why did you say that in the way you said it? And that's the theme of this episode. I became more confident. I've become so much more confident in reverse engineering success in finances in numbers, but it's, It can be a tool that I don't know how to use yet. In that situation, I just wanted to help this kid. But Mm. I know it made it come off and I know- Turned him off. I turned him off a little bit. I broke broke rapport in that moment because I was I've been there. I know. I've been there, man. I literally, Alan, I had a moment where I was walking into the room after and I literally said, oh, you jeffed it. You jeffed it. But you know what I said? I said, I bet you this is what Alan feels like a lot because he's, Mm -hmm. he's trying to help people who don't necessarily- know that he's trying to help him. But 
the point of this episode and the reason I tell that story is when my confidence goes up, and I think this is probably, I don't want to say across the board, but a, a pretty common experience, it's a weapon that you don't know how to use yet. We'll say a tool. It's a tool that you don't know how to use yet. So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to break the head off the screw. You're going to, um, whatever, insert another tool analogy. And this is something <laughs> that we've seen this on the team as well. We've seen this on the team. Oh, we've seen yeah, this man. with clients where yeah. somebody will get results that they didn't necessarily expect to get. Their confidence will raise. And then oftentimes they can, that can come out as a little bit of sass. That's probably the best way to put it is it's just kind of like, it's a, it's a tool that you don't know how to use yet because you haven't necessarily had it. It can yeah, go it can to go your to head, head a little bit. Yeah. It can go to your and head. And that everyone is For guilty sure. of that. There's and that's no, why, that's called being human. <laughs> that's why I share that story. Cause I don't, I want to use me as an example of, look, it happened to me the other day. This literally happened to me a week ago. So I very much understand. But And your core value is humility. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons I told that story in the podcast. Yeah. And how quickly can you recognize that, number one? And then what do you do about that after? So I actually, in that moment, I said, okay, I have to, I have to rebuild this relationship on the way out. So I literally went up to the, the kid and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm good for you. Like, I'm proud of you for what you're doing because I know as a dream chaser, you don't get a lot of love for that probably. You know, like, it was just my goal to like rekindle the relationship yeah. and just like, yeah, you got to rebuild. I don't, I don't want it. This isn't, doesn't have to be about me. I don't want this conversation to be about me. Like, that's what it was. I, I flipped it and made it a, more about me than it was him. And I think I unintentionally made him feel small. So it's, it's interesting. It's a challenge, but I think well, it comes then the philosophical it. discussion too, Kev is, and we don't have to do that on this episode. Maybe this is a future episode. Uh, is him seeing the contrast between, your goal and his goal actually going to help him grow. Mm. And I think that's a misbelief that I used to have. And I just identified that misbelief belief in Emilia as well, because sometimes that's true. So if it was me, how old is this man? Is I think he's man? like 20, 24 maybe. So if, the, if he has very, very high self-belief, then you saying that might actually ignite a fire in him. And now he's going to go contemplate why are my goals so low, which actually would help him because a million dollar goal for someone who's 24 isn't a very high goal that's you know it's very even doable. even it's very doable but yeah. i think that's we'll what happened there. to it's me in my doable. mind was it's like dude of course, like, that, of course. yeah man yeah of course you that's can do how, that. now i'm i'm there all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i understand yeah. i'm grateful that you felt i'm not connected to me in that moment yeah i'm yeah. not because <laughs> dude that's that's essentially how i feel when people tell me their goals like yeah okay awesome you know, um, I have one client who's shooting for 50 million pounds uh, from the UK and he's got 30 years and he's tracking every day and it's totally doable. Mathematically, it's very doable. 30 years. Now, if you wanted to do that in three years, it's not even a chance. There's no possibility. But that it's just a misunderstanding of the compound effect, but that's not what this episode's about. Okay. So confidence is a tool that you have to learn how to use. Uh, I am grateful we're doing this episode because if I had a nickel for every time I unintentionally turned someone off with my own lack of awareness of their self-belief, and, and I think that, let me just speak 
very directly. I don't think that I, I don't, I don't usually think people are very arrogant. Usually when people say their goals, usually I'm like, okay, yeah, totally. I remember I was a sophomore. I'll tell this story briefly. I was a sophomore. I was actually in law class and Kevin was in this class, believe it or not. And one of my close friends said he wanted to be a famous actor in Hollywood. His, his, um, his hero at the time was the, the main actor in Smallville. Don't know who uh, uh, Studley guy. I don't know the, the actor, but Smallville was a really popular show back in when Kevin and I were in high school. And it was is essentially a show about Superman. And so this person in high school was telling me their dream to move to Hollywood and to be an actor like the guy in Smallville. And in my mind, it was like, okay, perfect. Like, absolutely. So you, you should totally do that. Like you're, he's a good looking guy. He easily could. From my perspective, that seems like a totally doable thing. And, and I know that that, Apparently that's weird and I'm still trying to figure out why that's weird because in my mind I just want people to know that's a totally doable thing. I moved to LA with this person and we were in LA together. So like the guy in Smallville did it. So in my mind it's like he didn't know what he was doing either. You know, you just kind of try it out and do it. And still to this day I struggle with this because in my mind there's no reason why he still can't do that. If he wanted to he could still do that if he reverse engineered it and actually put in the work. But my point to this is, is I think that I had a a low perception of other people's perception of me when I would, when I would say things that seem super arrogant. Um, and I've recently started to understand this. Emilia is the one who identified this inside me. She said, it's, it's, it's math and memory and your ability to reverse. So I'm reading a book right now, Kev called decoding greatness. I forget the author's name, but I want to give it a shout out. And I actually just sent this to a client last night because it's so good. Um, it's called The Mastering... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Decoding Greatness, How the Best in the World Reverse Engineer Success. And it's by Ron Friedman. And it opens with the story of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and how the very first computer didn't have a mouse. The The first computers didn't have mouses, mouses, mice, mice. So if you're on YouTube, you can see my mouse here. And the very first computer that went, that was actually for the masses that had a mouse was the Macintosh in 1984. Remember the Mac? We used to play Oregon Trail on those back in the day. Oh, yeah. Mike got killed. Yeah, one-click mouse. And in Decoding Success, the author talks about how they went to Xerox. There was a Xerox was a company that had a, a, a lot of the very first one of the very first computers with a mouse. It's called the Alto in Palo Alto. And Steve Jobs and Bill Gates both went to Xerox and they found this this computer called the Alto and they were like, oh my God, this is the future. Like a point and click mouse. Because back in the early 90s, you used to have to like, even before, you used to have to, remember, do you remember DOS by any chance, Kev? We're like pretty old. Okay, so I'm 33 years old. If you don't remember DOS, you're younger than I am. DOS was essentially, you in order to use your computer, you had to like code. You, you, there was no user interface. There was no icons. There was no recycling bin. There, it was just, you just had to code with your computer. So the very first computer that had a mouse and actual plug and play click icons was the Mac. And Windows came out not long after that. And Steve Jobs got pissed at Bill Gates because he thinks Bill Gates ripped off the Macintosh. What is up, you guys? My name is Gabby, and I just want to give a huge shout out to Kevin and Alan for the community that they have created and the mission that they are on over at Next Level University. 
Never in a million years did I think when I started listening to the Hyperconscious podcast two years ago that I would be as invested as I am today. But here we are two years later, I have done group coaching. I truly look forward to every single episode they drop, all of the things that they're teaching. And I am now doing one-on-one coaching with Alan to help level up in my business. And all I got to say about these guys across the board is they are true, genuine souls. They mean it when they say they are heart-driven and they mean it when they say they are no BS. And I think that's probably my favorite part about them. They get rid of the fluff. They give you tactical tips and tricks to help you level up in your life, to help you make strides towards your goals. And they've created a community of like-minded people to lean on each other at every single stage of life. So guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for the impact that you have made in my life. And I am so very excited to see the impact and the waves that you make from here on out. When in reality, Bill Gates said to Steve, hey man, we both ripped off the the Alto (laughs) that no one knows about. And by ripped off, what they mean is decoded what they did and then innovated upon it. So anyways, I digress. I'm reading a book right now called Decoding Greatness. And what it is about is reverse engineering success. And one of the reasons why I've now come to understand that I appear arrogant to other people is because I reverse engineer exactly how to do something with a timeline. And in my mind, I have a really high degree of certainty that I'll be able to do that. So when I said I'll get straight A's in high school, I knew that I would do that. It wasn't like I was hoping to do that. It wasn't like I was you know, I think I might be able to do it. It was like, I'm going to do that. And I did, I got an 89 in honors English. So technically I failed just like the marathon. I, I said I would do it and I'm, and I'm, no, I'm going to do it. Even though I did fall short in terms of, I had to walk the tail end of it. But I think that what comes off as arrogance is actually just certainty in mathematics and reverse engineering. And so if you're out there listening or watching this right now, Listening to NLU every single day is going to make you more confident. It's going to make you have more certainty about your own future. And you're going to start appearing arrogant to people who don't have certainty. And I think, Kev, one of the things that you've been, you know, hated on and, and crapped on a lot more in the last couple of years than you're used to. And I think one of the reasons, quite frankly, is because you have more confidence. You're you're saying things that seem arrogant to people who are deeply insecure and have egos and 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 I think that it's probably new for you to turn people off with your confidence and I, I would rather pick your brain than mine on this one. Well, it's you know what's I think the theme of this or the I guess this is like the hyperconscious level. I think that when you have a 10 out of 10 certainty about somebody else's goals for themselves, it can kind of turn them off because it kind of like belittles them. It's like, yeah, that'll be easy. Like, imagine if your ultimate goal in life was to become a millionaire. That, so say in, in this example, that's his goal. In seven years, I want to be a millionaire. That's my goal in life. And I was like, and, and I come in and say, yeah, it's easy, man. No big deal. All you got to do is make sure you hit this enough times and you're there. I think it it lessens the dream a little bit. Really? I think, uh, yeah, I think that's what I did to him. I lessened his dream and then said, well, you know, I, w- I want to donate $100 million. It's like, we don't need to say we don't need to say. Well, I think that. that's the comparison thing, yeah. 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 This, well, this is what if you're if you want to donate a hundred million, it lessens his. But I, I think even like it's easy. Like saying, like, yeah, that's easy. You can do it, it's easy. I oh. think. And because in their mind they want it to be impressive. Or I think. I think. I went to I was out one time and there was two gentlemen talking about boxing. My level of awareness in combat sports is way higher than theirs. I know right. I know that. And they were talking about uh, Mike Tyson's trainer. 
whose name was Customato. And they kept, so this is interesting. One of them had a level five understanding of boxing. One of them probably had a level two. The person who had the level five kept saying the, the trainer's name wrong. He's like, yeah, I think it was like, you know, Cub D'Amato or Constantinus, whatever it is. And the other guy was like, no, I think it was something else, wasn't it? Level five confidence says, no, I'm certain it wasn't. Level one confidence believes him. Meanwhile, I'm behind the scenes saying his name was Customato. He raised him and, in, in, you know, he brought him in and trained him and gave him a place to live. But if I come over the top and say, no, you're wrong, it's actually this, I'm certain of it, I look like the bad guy in mm. that scenario. So that's like, it's an interesting dynamic of. Even though you're trying to help. Even though I'm trying to help. And even though you're more accurate and more aware. Yeah. Even if you have 10 out of 10 certainty, it doesn't always land as 10 out of 10 certainty. Sometimes it lands as 10 out of 10 ego, I think. Because the Damn. contrast. Because the contrast. I knew this would be a good episode because I knew we'd we'd go deep in it. But that's my that's my thing for you. If you're out there, if you come into a new level of confidence, you probably I'll speak for myself. I don't always know how to communicate it. I know I've had. Remember, we came back from Brendan Burchard's event. I had like a new level of confidence, and I was like, "Do you know who I am? What do you mean? You just went to an event. Like you're no different than you were." But at that time, I assumed I was the I bee's assumed, knees. I assumed I was the bee's knees at that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who could fault me? I you know? spoke to damn near forty people three weeks ago. That was a whole thing. You know. I think we we should write it down. We can do a part two on this because I I have a podcast I got to be on in a couple minutes. Yeah. But I think I think this would be an interesting one. Heavy mirror for me. This, I think I I don't I can't pretend to have much insight other than it's a new awareness for me too. I don't think that I know how little confidence other people have because. Because, I don't know, it's, I think lack of self-confidence is, is not really super... Um, I've had bouts of self-doubt, for sure, definitely. But, I don't know. It's difficult to understand what that's like. And one thing that I will say is people who actually are arrogant and aren't trying to help and aren't, are faking confidence, that's what I'll say, and this is my truth. People who were faking confidence, I couldn't tell they were faking because I don't think I've ever done that. Mm. Like... I really did think I could do that marathon. Like I genuinely, I, whereas other people I think are saying stuff that they really don't believe they're just trying to have the upper hand or something. I, I still don't, I still don't get it fully, but I, I I'll share this. I know you got to jump. I had someone behind the scenes who was struggling with self-confidence and she wanted to achieve her, her goal weight. She wanted to lose 25 pounds. And I was like, Oh my God, you don't believe in yourself. Like you don't believe this is going to work. And she's like, no, not at all. I was like, oh, I, the numbers, like, I promise you this is going to work. It's going to take three years, but we can do this, right? This is mathematically certain, okay? So, and I said, can you just for a second, can you do me a favor? I've told this story on the podcast before. Can you, can you pretend that you actually believe it? Because she's like, I just don't believe it. It's like, in my head, it's like, people have lost 25 pounds thousands of times. It's like a totally doable thing. So for me, it doesn't click. Like, if I wanted to lose 25 pounds, I would just, like, go do that, <laughs> you know? it's It would suck, and it would be horrible, and it would probably take longer than I thought, but I would, it would, it's a doable thing. So anyways, um, I said, can you fake it? Can you please, like, fake for me that you believe that you can do it? And she's like, yeah. She did it. She was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally... And I was like, oh, you sound like I do. So do other people think I'm faking it when I say things? At times, yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I had this breakthrough moment of like, do I sound so crazy to people? Like, like when I say I can lose 25 pounds if I really wanted to, does that sound like crazy? I, I think to some people it's a lot of, not to me because I know I could too. That's the interesting thing is that wouldn't, right. be, that wouldn't be arrogant to me. That's, right, that's so arrogance is thing. all contextual though. Or, or it, perceived arrogance when, isn't real arrogance. When you and I—that's why about Emilia fighting. thought I was humble. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, no one in my life has ever called me humble. She's like, I'm like, I don't well, think she I'm has, that humble. She has beliefs exactly. that you do too. Yeah, and, and it's I, interesting. And it's interesting. It is, when you and I is. have talked about fighting in the past, I always say like, you're you're a little arrogant with your understanding. You yeah. know why? Because my understanding's higher. That's all. Right. Right. That's all. And right. it's 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 such an it's such an interesting thing. Interesting. My awareness is too low that I think I know when I don't actually know, which is I, arrogance. Yeah. Whereas with this kid for the million dollar mark, like that's a very doable goal. And we know that, but you come off as arrogant when you say I'm going to do that too. I think he has just a, high level, a high level of self-belief, so I don't think it was bad. Right, but it was a, it was definitely a moment of me for me of like, oh, okay, you just tried to flex something, you haven't tried to flex before, and it was a miss. That was a miss, behind the scenes miss, which is okay. I mean, it happens, but I understand myself at a deeper level now because of it. This is good. I'm starting to get it. I feel good. I feel like I I feel like I understand why I disconnect or why I turn people off at times, mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm starting to finally figure that out. So thank you for Kev for this. And of course, we're learning it. a lot. Yeah, man. We're learning a lot. All right, I got I to gotta hop off here because I got to turn my voice off for a couple minutes between the, uh, my this and my next podcast. Next Level Nation, if you are somebody who has said to yourself, you know what, this is the year. This is the month. This is the week. This is it. I, this, mm-hmm. is it. this is it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it finally. I'm going to invest in myself. Our eighth round of group coaching starts on October 4th. 2022 bi-weekly coaching calls with Alan and myself, nine other amazing next level individuals who want to get to the next level. Peak performance tracking, you'll be on our app, workbook, private WhatsApp group, a whole bunch of different stuff. Click the link in the show notes if you are interested. Uh, Tomorrow for episode number 1091, the importance of knowing your current limits, not overall limits, the current limits for where you currently are. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. This is normally where Alan would say, I think he would say, please reach out. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.